If you ever wanted to start your own podcast, if you ever had a thought in your head and you just felt the entire world needed an opportunity to hear your thoughts and all that kind of great stuff, well, if so, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor Podcasting. It is the easiest platform I have found to make a podcast. They have editing tools, episode creation tools. There's even a green room function. Check it all out. On top of that, they even distribute the whole thing for you for free. The entire thing is free. You can get onto Apple Podcasts. You can get onto Spotify Podcasts, which are, you know, the two that I find get the most traction. Then you get Stitcher and all kinds of other stuff, Blackbox, Whatbox, and all the other boxes that I'm not familiar with. If you are interested in making your own podcast right now, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome back to the Ghost Call Magazine podcast. I'm your host, OJ. In this episode, Keithy chats with the multi-talented and multi-instrumental Nick Anderson of Lucifer and Entombed. But here, we're going to talk to him all about the new Helicopters record. Eyes of Oblivion. Check it out. Ghost Coast Magazine welcomes in our old friend Nick Anderson. It has been a few years. How are you, my friend? Uh, very good, thank you. How are you? I'm well. I'm hanging in there as much as anyone can be in this time of war and plague. Um, uh, but we're here to talk about the Helicopters' awesome new album, Eyes of Oblivion, coming out April 1st on Nuclear Blast. The last time I saw you was in person in Brooklyn on tour. Uh, oh, yeah. you, you're at home. I'm now in a new place. I live in California now, not New York anymore. But lives change, things change. But luckily, we have music to bring to the people because if we didn't have music, life would be very sad. <laughs> it would be very sad. So sad. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to see you here and talk to you today. Killer job on this album. I'm really excited about it. Ten new songs. Helicopters. You have many projects and we can talk about some of them. But, you know, this one, I think, is the one for some reason it's got like uh, of all your current things. I think this is the thing people are super excited about this new album. Well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, I'm. You know, I, I do a few things here and there, <laughs> so it's, sometimes it's it's almost difficult to separate it, but uh, it it works. I just wish I had some more hours during the day. That would be cool. <laughs> time time is the only resource we can't make more of. We can make more riffs and we can make more songs. We cannot make more time, unfortunately. Yeah. There's only so many things you have to sleep and eat and live your life. And, you know, I know that you make music all the time for all your different things, drums, guitar, producing, singing. But you also have to live. I'm a believer that artists especially have to live in between projects. So you have something to talk about, life experience or whatever it is that you like to write about. And so, you know, we've certainly had a very difficult and interesting time in our lives the last few years since we last chatted. And I imagine this has been hard for you because I, I think of you as being a person you're always on tour or always in the studio or always doing something. And I'm sure it was very difficult the last couple of years. Uh, it almost uh, feels wrong to say this, but I think out of a lot of people I know and, you know, I, I think I've suffered the least <laughs> from this pan pandemic. Uh, I mean, we live, Johanna and me live half an hour outside of Stockholm. It's almost out in the sticks and um, we have a studio at our disposal and we have, it's just our guest house is kind of a studio that, that we built. And, uh, 
to be honest, uh, like traveling, just the traveling part of touring, that is not my favorite part of touring, you know. So the first year of the pandemic, I thought it was kind of nice because I could just be here and record music and write music. And I mean, of course, after a while, I got, you know, the, you feel the itch playing live, you know. But I did not, I mean, of course, the, the, the income wasn't the best because most of it as a musician today, that's from playing live. And um, so that wasn't perfect. But other than that, I kind of enjoyed the, the calm of it. And it, I mean, of course, it, even the worst things has its upsides. It was, if you think about it, it's pretty awesome that we could not fly in airplanes for such a long time, which means we can't do this. You know, if you, you know, if we start thinking about the climate and everything, it, it's, it just proved that we can do this and we should. But it's uh, humans are funny that way. We, <laughs> we really yeah. I mean, I think about our grandparents who were probably a lot tougher and had lived through much horrible, similar things and more horrible things. And they didn't have all the conveniences, groceries getting delivered, the internet bringing entertainment and music. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't so bad for you and, and Johanna. Um, that's wonderful to hear because a lot of people did suffer and I'm selfish. I thought about like 500 days where I didn't get to go to a show and then I felt bad about myself feeling bad. Uh, like I felt guilty to feel bad, but you know, I like you know, I'm sure like you, there was a period of time when I would go out every day to a different show and do what I do. And the same as you, you need, I feel like even though I appreciate live streams and people making music in their homes and videoing it, I think this especially rock and roll needs to be live. It needs to be in front of people on a stage. That's what it's meant to be. Yeah, it's very hard to beat that. I mean, I, I know it's a good thing uh, as a substitute, the, the live stream thing, but somehow it didn't really work for me. Like watching a band on your computer, I don't know. <laughs> it it did, did not really do it for me. Yeah, and I, I I sincerely hope that you know as things are start seems like they're starting I'm you know starting to get better I'm cautiously optimistic I like to say that it's going to get better and we're going to get through this completely eventually I hope people return to shows I hope people return to venues and I don't want people to do this where they watch their show through the phone device because that's dumb also I, I listen I'm in media and I will record a song and then turn the phone off but I don't want to watch the whole show with I my think face. When when you see, you do see that, well, not so much since we haven't been playing, but it's before the pandemic. When you see people recording the whole thing, uh, you know, and then you, there's also other people doing the same thing. And then I always think, what do you? Why do you think your <laughs> video is going to be better than that guy's video? And can't you just get together so one of you does it, and then you right. can. You know, and they, like, and there are people. I know there are people who are audiophiles, and they sneak in their devices and they record the concert because that's a thing for them. I'm not harshing anybody. I think every little bit of promotion helps a band. But I think in terms of like, if you paid a ticket to go see a band rock, you want to watch the show, you want to experience the show, you want to sing along, you want to pump your fist, you want to scream and throw the devil horns and headbang and mosh around, and you don't want to just stand there looking at. You know, we look at these devices all the time. I'm looking at one right now. Thankfully. 
this technology allows me to see into you your house and see you but this is and talk to you but this is also like enough of this man you go to a show to unplug from all that and enjoy and i'm and i have as a job i do that also but i don't do the whole show i just think it's bad no, I mean, I, I get the whole thing with bringing a memory from a show, you know, but not maybe then not the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I know you said you're outside of Stockholm these days. Um, I, I'm always curious because I feel like, you know, Sweden is one of the capitals of music, not just metal, but all music in the world. Um, what's the climate like there for live venues? Have a lot of venues closed, clubs and bars, bigger theaters? What's the story there? Do you know? There, actually, there was, uh, for being... Uh, I mean, Stockholm is still a relatively small city. Uh, I mean, like compared to Berlin, where Johanna's from, it's such a big, it's so much bigger than Stockholm. But still, it's not a tiny city. So the amount of venues that are around here, even before the pandemic, it's ridiculous. I, I, I don't know why this is. I mean, uh, we basically have one venue where we could a band like Lucifer could play, which is it's called the Baser, and and uh, there are really no alternatives unless you go a lot bigger or a lot smaller. So so in for Stockholm, it it doesn't look very good, and of course uh, during the pandemic, even these venues almost. Um, had to had shut down so it it's not very it's not a good rock and roll capital at all actually mm. okay nice places i mean we usually hang out here in the house and but when we do go out in stockholm there's only two bars that we go to because we don't know anything else <laughs> and that's where we think other people we know go and yeah i guess we're right that's where they are so yeah it's almost like living in a really small town, you know? That's fun, though, and there's something to be said for that as opposed to some of the other bigger cities in Europe that I've been to. In the meantime, very pleased that we have this new Helicopters record, uh, and that's what I want to focus on a little bit. Um, I know you've been working on this a long time, first record since 2008. There's been some hiatuses in the band, but really this band, it's amazing. This band has been together Ultimately, the career of this band is over 25 years, and uh, I know you mentioned that this record really feels like a summary of the whole career of the band, and it does. It sounds like it, you know, it definitely does. That, that was actually more of a because the record label wanted some kind of quote from me. <laughs> so I was like, "How am I going to write this?" Okay, maybe I should write it a little bit like a selling point thing, and also something that I hoping for <laughs> you know? so uh, well i mean first of all saying something like that it's not for me to say that um which I always you know when people ask me how would you describe it no, I, i'm not the one who listened to it you know i've i've heard it enough <laughs> you know so i think but i think that was we could only hope that it had a little bit of elements of everything we did, I guess. So I, I think that's why I said that. Um, but, but which it kind of does, because it, I mean, it has, I mean, I write songs just the way I write the songs, but we also have Dragon in the band, which he was on the two first albums. So maybe, you know, so maybe in a way, maybe it is like that. 
Nice. And what's that? I mean, I know that you do a lot of the writing yourself and, you know, everything kind of starts with you and your riffs and your drums and your voice. But like, what do you you know, what has it been like, you know, sort of since the band has returned or the last few years while you've been working on this? I'm pretty sure when we when I saw you a couple of years ago, you had been, you had mentioned you were just starting on this sort of, you know, just getting ideas together. So it's been now you have it finished. How, how does it feel? Oh, that feels great because it took so long to to. Um since it was spread out between such a long period so, so that's really good and but it's weird because you know as soon as you you leave in the master tapes and the artwork and you're kind of done and then you realize oh, it's been half a year and people still haven't heard it <laughs> you know which is in a month now so um, i guess that's when when it really counts you know but uh, i think we, we're happy with it and I think we did uh, as good of an album as we possibly could do, and uh, it it sounds like the helicopters. I, that I can say at least. So, so then we'll just time will tell if we if this album can compete with the other albums where people have actually a history together with you know. But uh, it feels good. Right. That's the problem with any band with a legacy and a long career. And you have three of those bands or more uh, where people have, expect have very high expectations of all your work. Right. So it's kind of you're competing against the old version of yourself sometimes, which even though you don't you don't it, have to. It, which is really weird because I did think about a, that a lot when we started the recording process. And that just felt weird because I never felt like that before. Because I always, I'm always in my bubble writing for me and for the other guys in the band, you know. And I was like, hold on, they're always gonna compare whatever we do to this album or that album, and they, everyone has a different opinion, of course. But that, that also means you can't please them all. So just please yourself and hope it pleases some of your yeah. fans. Well, I also think of you, you have great taste in music. So I imagine if you like it, if you write something you dig, I'm sure everybody else is going to love it too. But the problem is, is that I also like a lot of bands that no one else likes. <laughs> so that, that says a lot about my music taste. Oh, like what bands? I'm dying to know. Well, I remember just as an example how, how bad my feelers are for new music. I remember a friend of ours from a from a label in the UK, he had brought over two new albums that he really liked. Um, he brought an album by a Detroit band called The Sights and an album by a Detroit band called The White Stripes. I listened to both. I never heard either of them. I was like, well, you can, I gave The White Stripes album to someone else, but The Sights album I really liked. Why well, go figure. And that, that has happened to me quite a lot. Uh, I mean, I didn't didn't dislike uh, the White Stripes, but I thought the sides they were the shit. <laughs> nice. I think I think the White Stripes kind of hit their stride, like the second record anyway. But that's just me. I'm probably wrong also. <laughs> and I love Jack White actually. He's got two records. Oh, I mean, but at the at the yeah. time. I thought the sides, they're going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, he's like you. He works all the time on music. So, yeah, very similar guys, actually. You have own studios, own bubble, and just do what you do. I'm, I'm very excited for this Helicopters record. You know, like I said, I feel like there's, it's a, you know, Lucifer, I think, was expected you were going to continue to make records with. And I think Helicopters, some people are like, maybe it's, is it going to come back someday? Maybe not. So I think there's a, 
like an event feeling about this record. Like it feels like really big and important to me, maybe not to you, but to me, I feel like this is really good. And I, what I hope is that, you know, all this, as we're coming through this terrible time and no shows and no tours, I hope that this record rides a crest of, you know, like you're able to tour and play festivals and all these things you're trying to do. And then we get another one in a few years, maybe. I don't know if that's that, what we're that, talking about. That is going to happen, touring <clears throat> or not. I'm already thinking about the next album, so that, that'll be good. <laughs> nice. Do you, um, do you, like, record, like, demo stuff all the time? Do you do, like, scrap tapes of the riffs? Do you have, like, a tape, a box of riff tapes somewhere? I'm wondering. No, this these days it's actually on my phone on the voice memo app or whatever you know that's where i record the ideas and then if then i usually go through them and it's oh but that's good i need to make a demo of it and then i make a pretty simple garage band demo with just a drum loop so not nothing fancy because i don't want demos to sound too good because you're supposed to listen to if the song works you know so you don't get fooled by a cool guitar sound or you know so it, it should sound fairly crappy you know and if that works for the other guys in the band then it hopefully means something you know so that's usually it. now i haven't made any demos for a while so it's about time i go through these voice memos but on there, there's probably like 300 things. Oh, my. Back up your phone. Um, <laughs> I I it's a cloud thing. I hope that works. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Jesus. I think about that. Uh, what happened like five or six years ago, Kurt Kamet got out of a cab and put his phone on the top of the car to like make sure he had everything else. And then the car drove away with his phone on it, on the top of it, with all his riffs and solos ideas and stuff. And I like Kirk Hammond and Metallica like doesn't have a backup of his phone. Um, so please back up your phone. Part of the cloud? <laughs> no, no, he never backed it up. He just would record everything for years, which is why like, yeah, he that record came out and he didn't have anything on it really. <laughs> so he says the next time I'm gonna be ready. I backed up everything. I was like, okay, I hope so. But yeah, man. And it's this is a really good time. I feel like it's a really good time in general. I know like people always want to say that rock is dead or, you know, heavy metal is dead. But I don't think so, man. I feel like there's a lot of great records coming out in 2022. I know you don't care about what they say, air quotes they, but, you know, do you ever, you know, do you ever think like, you know, have you ever had a period of time when you looked out on a on a room that wasn't as you know many tickets as you thought sold or felt like oh boy maybe we don't maybe this isn't gonna last forever but you made like 30 plus years in a career in music so you should be able to keep it going but i worry sometimes well you know it it, it that does happen you know um but it, but if there's anything you learn from getting older and getting a few experiences is that don't expect anything and and uh and then everything else that comes on top of that that's just a great bonus i i think i mean i never started any of my bands to to make a career out of it uh it was more like something i really wanted to do i would even say needed to do and i think it's amazing that i can still do this you know some some people ask you aren't you a little angry or pissed off that you you your bands are not bigger well not not really i mean i also know that in order to make it really big 
you you do have to make some sacrifices and uh and maybe we're also in any of the bands i'm in but maybe we're not that type of rock star material you know i mean of course there's been uh, really weird bands hitting it really big where you wonder how the fuck could these guys get big <laughs> you know but uh it's a lot of luck being at the right place at the right time, but I think it's been amazing that we could that I can do this for so long without you know compromising ever, and that alone is pretty amazing. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I agree. It is, it is amazing, and you are amazing. Uh, I just have a couple more questions for you. Uh, just, I know I saw some big festival announcements, including Metallica and some other things at certain festivals. Is that the plan for the summer? Get some touring in and do some of these bigger European festivals that look like they're all going to happen, I hope? It looks like they're happening. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, and that, yeah, there are a few of them this summer. And then, yeah, hopefully we can start touring properly in the fall and we hope that we can come to the states at some point too i mean if the world is willing i'm sure they would be <laughs> but i know it's, uh, you know we have to wait and see pandemics and and nuclear war and you know yes. what have you <laughs> yes i know very scary real real world important stuff that's very scary and we can't make jokes about it's uh very shaken up about everything in your part of the world and i do wish that everything would you know pass over as quickly as possible and uh you know with as little loss as possible these things are terrible you know i yeah. also do think that you have to be able to make jokes about it yeah of course like, jesus it's it's pretty you know over there it's pretty bad yeah it's been <laughs> It's it's rough. We haven't had one of these in a long time, so uh, I don't know. Uh, my fingers are crossed. I hope these people know what they're doing. You know, these leaders know what they're doing. Well, I don't have a lot of a lot of faith. <laughs> Just for a last thing, I know Lucifer was also supposed to do a bunch of touring that you know didn't. A lot of it didn't happen. What else do you have going on that you can talk about? From you know, is Lucifer eventually going to get back out on the road? Uh, do you have any other musical projects in the works that we can look forward to later this year or next? Well, we just, that was a good thing. This weekend, we just played <clears throat> uh, with Lucifer in Gothenburg and Stockholm. So we had two shows and that, were, that was really good. And then we are both, uh, not at the same time, but Helicopters and Lucifer are playing throughout the summer, but also some shows in, in, the, in the spring. So, and also today, I listened to a test pressing of a new Death Breath single. Yes, that's <laughs> so amazing. I actually have it physically here. That's so awesome. it's happening. So that's, that's going on. And other than that, yeah, we're playing one show with Entombed as well this summer. So uh, there's that. And there's a million other ideas brewing. But this is, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> this I'm, is enough. I'm, I, I hear you. I'm always thrilled that you have a million ideas. I'm very, you know, a huge fan of yours for many years. We've covered you for many years. I've followed you for many years. This is all good news and good things. Great to see you and hear from you. And, uh, you know, best of luck to everybody, all your bands, all your friends and family. And uh, stay safe. And uh, we'll see you soon. Hopefully, you know, before too long back here in the States or in Europe. Yeah, and you too. It was good talking to you. Always. Thanks, Nick. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.
This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine Podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at ghostcultmag. Until the next time, peace.